Nehemiah chapter 1. The words of Nehemiah, the son of Hakaliah. Now it happened in the month of Chislev, in the twentieth year, as I was in Susa, the citadel, that Hanani, one of my brothers, came with certain men from Judah, and I asked them concerning the Jews who escaped, who had survived the exile, and concerning Jerusalem. And they said to me, The remnant there in the province who had survived the exile is in great trouble and shame. The wall of Jerusalem is broken down, and its gates are destroyed by fire. As soon as I heard these words, I sat down and wept and mourned for days, and I continued fasting and praying before the God of heaven. And I said, O Lord God of heaven, the great and awesome God who keeps covenant and steadfast love with those who love him and keep his commandments. Let your ear be attentive and your eyes open to hear the prayer of your servant that I now pray before you day and night for the people of Israel, your servants, confessing the sins of the people of Israel, which we have sinned against you. Even I and my father's house have sinned. We have acted very corruptly against you and have not kept the commandments, the statutes, and the rules that you commanded your servant Moses. Remember the word that you commanded your servant Moses, saying, If you are unfaithful, I will scatter you among the peoples. But if you return to me and keep my commandments and do them, though your outcasts are in the uttermost parts of heaven, from there I will gather them and bring them to the place that I have chosen to make my name dwell there. They are your servants and your people, whom you have redeemed by your great power and by your strong hand. O Lord, let your ear be attentive to the prayer of your servant and to the prayer of your servants who delight to fear your name. And give success to your servant today and grant him mercy in the sight of this man. Now I was cupbearer to the king. Father, help us to learn from the example of Nehemiah. And thank you for your word, and I pray that it would instruct us today in Jesus' name. We see here that Nehemiah is in exile and receives news about the city of Jerusalem, how the wall is broken down and the gates are destroyed by fire. And when he heard these words, he sat down and wept and mourned for days and continued fasting and praying before the God of heaven. Father, I pray that the church would have the same sensitivity when we receive bad news about the church, that our walls are broken down, our gates are destroyed by fire. When we hear about the challenges that our brothers and sisters face around the world, I pray that we would have the same sensitivity to your spirit weeping, mourning, fasting, and praying on behalf of the people of God. May we feel what you feel. May we see the way that you see. May our opinions not be shaped by the news cycle, but by your word. May our affections be aligned with the person of Jesus. As you also looked out over the city of Jerusalem, over the people of God who missed the day of their visitation 
and wept. I pray that when we see a church that is not aligned with the person of Jesus, it would grieve us and bring us to a place of mourning and fasting and prayer. I pray that when we are confronted with lostness, with people whose eyes are darkened to the truth, that that awareness would be accompanied with tears and with prayer. And I said, O Lord God of heaven, the great and awesome God who keeps covenant and steadfast love with those who love him and keep his commandments, let your ear be attentive and your eyes open to hear the prayer of your servant that I now pray before you night and day for the people of Israel, your servants. May our petition begin with an acknowledgement of who you are. Would the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of God open the eyes of our hearts to know you, to know a love that surpasses knowledge, the breadth, the length, the height, and the depth of this love. You are the God of heaven. You are above our circumstances, and yet you are attentive to the finest details of our lives. You are a great and awesome God who keeps covenant and steadfast love with those who love you and keep your commandments. You are the same yesterday, today, and forever. You are full of might and ability, omnipotent and omniscient, and yet you are patient and steadfast in your love, bearing with those who are very weak and frail in our human frame. Let your ear be attentive and your eyes open to hear the prayer of your servants that we now pray before you night and day for the people of Israel, your servants, for the church, the people of God, confessing the sins of the people of Israel, which we have sinned against you. Even I and my father's house have sinned. Father, may we follow in the footsteps of Nehemiah, owning not only our own individual sin before you, but repenting on behalf of the church, on behalf of the people of God, for where we have walked in pride, for where we have capitulated to the lust of this age, for where we have been motivated by selfish ambition and conceit. For where we have ignored the pleas of the needy and the marginalized and the outcast. where we have contributed to the injustices that ravage our land. Would you convict us of sin? Again, not just individual, but corporate sin. Would we weep before you? Would we call upon you, confessing the sins of the people of God? And we ask that your ear would be attentive and your eyes would be open to these prayers and to this posture of repentance. We have acted very corruptly against you and have not kept the commandments, the statutes, and the rules that you commanded your servant Moses. We acknowledge that we are lawbreakers. There is no one who is righteous, no one who does good, no, not one. We are all 
corrupt. We have all gone our own way. We have all had our understanding darkened by sin. Remember, Lord, the word that you commanded your servant Moses, saying, If you are unfaithful, I will scatter you among the peoples. But if you return to me and keep my commandments and do them, though your outcasts are in the uttermost parts of heaven, from there I will gather them and bring them to the place that I have chosen to make my name dwell there. And we know this is an Old Testament reality, the tabernacle and the temple as a place where your glory dwelt and the promises and the commands that you gave through Moses were realized in the person of Jesus. And now the church, the people of God is your tabernacle, the place where your glory dwells. And may we be faithful to you that we might not be scattered that we might be made whole, unified, built up. Those made in the image of God who are made to walk in unity in the midst of our diversity. That if we return to you and keep your commandments and do them, then you will bring the people of God from the four corners of the earth, a united bride, spotless and clean. And you will make your name dwell there for your glory. Let it be, Lord. They are your servants and your people whom you have redeemed by your great power and by your strong hand. The church, the people of God, marked by your name, marked by your sacrifice and your resurrection. You have redeemed us by your great power and by your strong hand. And I pray that you would get glory and honor in the church. Oh Lord, let your ear be attentive to the prayer of your servant and to the prayer of your servants who delight to fear your name. Father, may the bride of Christ delight to fear your name. Would we walk in an awareness and understanding of your great power, majesty, and wonder. We would be in awe of you, respecting you, walking in your way by the power of the Holy Spirit. And would you give us success today and grant us mercy? Would you hear our prayers on behalf of the body of Christ? Would you purify the church? Build up the walls and restore the gates. Would the people of God be like the city of Jerusalem, a city on a hill that cannot be hidden? that the goodness of God and the glory of God would be seen among all the peoples of the earth in Jesus' name, amen.